Hey everybody, Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, who are handing out $1 million in giveaways on Super Bowl Sunday. All you need is a verified Underdog account to be eligible. So sign up for Underdog Fantasy and see if you win this Sunday. Underdog Fantasy, don't forget to use promo code 1010XL. The views expressed are not necessarily those of 1010XL 92.5 FM. Now, Compton and Company, brought to you by United Rentals on 1010XL. Here's your host, Ron Compton. I could just sit and listen to this all day. Oh, how about that, Chuck? Huh? Are you Stop a Metallica that. fan, Chuck? They're okay. And you don't tell me this song is overplayed because it's not. This, this I mean, this is this is like the, you know, the, uh, this is your hype song, man. Come on, right? A little hype, a little hype, Chuck. Come on, Saturday. Okay, we, we have this song now for Mariana Rivera, the, the best closer in the business, and here we are. We're closing out the local sports talk on 1010XL 92.5 FM for the week. It is Super Bowl Eve, Chuck Elliott. Were we allowed to say Super Bowl? No. Are they going to fine us? Are they yes. going to sue us? Yes. Casey, if they fine us, are you going to pay the bill? Are you? Are we good? Uh, you know, I could reach into the old uh, old well, maybe go visit Vice Star and see if I can deplete that five dollars <laughs> that I got left in there. Hey, that's that's already five dollars. Five dollar make you holler. Let's go, man. Whoa. I gotta I gotta dump that real quick. Hold on. Uh. <laughs> and we are here. We are at the L House. It's Tinseltown. It's Chuck Elliott. It's Casey Dobson, yours truly, Ron Compton. Glad to have you along with us talking sports with you from 12 until 2 o'clock as we talk a lot of Super Bowl. We will certainly talk uh, the Hall of Fame results from the other night. Uh, Fred Taylor did not get in, but uh, look, he's he's now in the room. He's now in the room, and at some point in time, you've got to think he, he will get in. Put some respect on his name. We're tired the, of this. Come on now, <laughs> Devin Hester, what? Yeah, exactly. Devin Hester, what? Uh, will, will he go down as the greatest return man ever? Yeah, probably. But I, I would say this. Um, the re, you know, look, I think of. You know, you, you're, you're a return guy. And I, I get Tyreek Hill did it for the first three or four years of his career. But then when he became what he is now and he became the cheetah, I said, well, you know what? We can't risk having him injured. He's now a receiver full time. He, only, he would only he, – he may return a punt or a kick when they say, you know what? It's, it's in a, on a special occasion. Like that was Deion Sanders, right? He, he, was, he would have gone down as the greatest returner ever had – if that's all he did, but when they realize, you know what, he's, he's the best corner guy, the best shutdown corner of the game. So you know what, you only you're only going to return punts. We think we really need it. Uh, but Devin Hester, he he couldn't see the field on on the monks to twenty two. So okay, you're the return guy. He he, you're, you're elusive, you're fast, you're quick, but you're not good enough to play wide receiver. So you're a return guy. Well, under that same. Thought process, would you say Monty Rivera wasn't good enough to start, be a start pitcher while he was he a reliever? Was he not initially good enough to start? 
<laughs> you well, know, no, I'm not going to agree there, with you there. Now, serious question. Do most relievers, are they relievers or middle guys because they're not good enough to be starting pitchers? pitchers? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. I, I get where you're going there. Maybe yeah. uh, you know, you're right, the durability. It's good, but, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's not a bad point, Chuck. Uh, I don't like that you made it because it makes me think a little bit, and I don't like to think at all. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, look, I, I would say that, uh, sh- sure, a starting pitcher is far more valuable than reliever. Although you're a reliever, if, he, if you're a closer, you can come in and affect, affect the game uh, maybe three out, of, three out of five or four out of five, right? Whereas starting pitchers, it's one out of five. Uh, one out of five games, um, and I, I bet I would. I would say that uh, obviously, uh, early on, guys they they come out as starting pitchers, but if they're, if they're not as durable, uh, as far from a conditioning standpoint, you know they can't throw maybe sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred, hundred and twenty pitches. So they roll in and they they throw, you know, twenty a night. No, but uh, but no, look. Devin Hester, back to look, uh, a great return guy. Uh, he was a specialist. He's very good, but uh, it's it's how you you know what argument do we use, right? I mean, it, it's like what I, what I mean by that is if you were to ask anyone who would you who would you have rather had on your team for that matter, would you rather have Des Bryant who will never sniff the Hall of Fame? Or Devin Hester on your football team, you take Des Bryant. Why do you say Des Bryant will never step the Hall of Fame? Well, because his numbers don't warrant any, anywhere close to being a Hall of Famer. I mean, he, he was a very he was very good, uh, you know, when he played. But his his numbers don't warrant that. But you might be right. I'm just you know, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm a Cowboys fan, right? I, mean, I just yeah, he's he's not. He's not. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, Is Eli Manning a first ballot Hall of Famer? Ooh, I think so. What do you think, Casey? Uh, you just hear yes. Eli Manning, and all you say is Peyton Manning's brother. Like, yeah, that shadow that Peyton Manning's forehead cast is pretty big. Not now because he beat the Patriots and these and Brady twice. He did indeed, and do he that. played in New York. Case closed, right? Well, would you? I would. Going by that, and, and I get it. I get it. And I, I, you know, I'm not being Chuck Elliott, being just a contrarian because that's who you are. That's not who I am. But what I will say is, if no questions asked, mic drop moment. He, he he's he's a first belt Hall of Famer because he has two Super Bowl wins as a as a quarterback. Then why is Tom Coughlin not hand, hands down slam dunk Hall of Famer as a head coach at two wins? And he did more than just that. Yep, that's a good point. So I, I would say, let me ask you, who's a better quarterback, Philip Rivers or Eli Manning? I mean, well, didn't Eli win? So, I mean, you got to say it's him, right? Eli won, but you don't win by yourself, right? When you well, look at when, I was when you look for at somebody to make that point because, you know, you got Chuck sitting next to you with a tall, cold beer making points like, yeah, Eli's the only one, the only one. It's like, no, nah, you got, you know, heck, man, it might have been a really good day for the Towboy that day. Because what I would tell you is Eli Manning was an average NFL quarterback. I'll agree with that. But he was an average came, NFL quarterback. He, he did. He came through in the playoffs. He beat, he beat the GOAT twice, the GOAT of coaches, the GOAT of quarterbacks. Beat him twice. But as a uh, his win-loss record overall, 
average, right? Uh, and especially in this day of pass-happy video game offenses and all those things where the numbers dwarf what they did, right? They do. Uh, career passing, pass rating, 84. Well, you're going to get 60% uh, completion percentage. You're going to get on me for bringing everything down, but look. You do it. You do a good job of that. There's no criteria, really, for the Hall of Fame. It's all let's get together and let's discuss and agree or disagree. Hall of Fame is really kind of dumb. Just because of that fact, am I not right? It's all an opinion-based It's it's Is it dumb? No. Are there guys that are deserving of being in that aren't? Yes. Are there guys that are in that probably shouldn't be? Yes. Um, so I would say – uh, how players are selected and the criteria used can be a bit dumb. You got to go in a room and you got to give this presentation. That's really your stuff is out there. Why have to have somebody to vouch for you, for lack of a better term? I just, I, I guess, I look at you look at guys that, that didn't get in. Okay, let's forget Fred Taylor for a moment. I, I think Fred Taylor will certainly now that he's in the conversation in the room, he'll certainly get in at some point. So, Ron, um, uh, a listener called in and wants to know your opinion. Eli or Joe Namath? Oh, I, I get oh, it. Eli. Well, I, I, Eli. Joe Namath. Joe Namath had more career interception than touchdown passes. Had more career losses than wins as a starting quarterback. Joe Namath got in because he's sad and he, and he he says, "Hey, he guaranteed a win as a nine point nine point underdog against, underdog against the Baltimore Colts Super Bowl three. And they won. And he was a charming guy. And he was a charming guy. And, yes. and we've got a, a we got a Super Bowl story here in a few moments that Chuck's going to tell with, on the NFL Live. We've got some neat Super Bowl stuff we're going to discuss today. I think some very good stuff. Look, and, and Elon Manning was, I shouldn't say average. He was a, he was a good NFL quarterback. Um, and what made him good was he came through in huge moments. He did. He absolutely did. Uh, the pass to David Tyree. Look, he it was it was lucky, but he he was about to get uh, called in the gra- in, in the grasp. He breaks away, heaves it up. David Tyree catches it, and there you go, right? And and uh, the rest is history. If that play's not made, they lose that game, and they have one Super Bowl win, right? The the other one against the Patriots. He's right there. If that happens, he's borderline. He's still. I think he's still in. He's got three. I thought they no, no. He's in. He's in. I don't know that. It, I don't know that he's first ballot in. Right. And then the reason I bring up Philip Rivers is, uh, do you think Philip Rivers is the first ballot Hall of Famer? You would probably say no. Well, it's stupid to say he's a better quarterback than Eli. He is. That's why. That's why I bring it up. But he doesn't have the. He doesn't have the Super Bowl titles. Well, and, and neither does Dan Marino. And Dan Marino was the first ballot Hall of Famer. Was he okay? Okay. Uh, Jim Kelly. I think he was the first ballot Hall of Famer. He didn't win a Super Bowl either. Went to four, I but he did he go. Yeah, he four. did go to four. And I, you know, uh, going to four is one of the most incredible thing. Well, in the NFL, to going to four is impossible. Not impossible. It was done. The Chiefs missed that by not much. You know, so how about that? I got a quick question for both you guys. As uh, we're going to bounce around uh, some Super Bowl talk here, as we broadcast to you from the L House in Tinseltown. Look. If, uh, they're taking reservations now, parties of five or more. Make your Super Bowl plans to come hang out here tomorrow and uh, watch, as they say, we're, we're only allowed to say the big game. So come watch the big game tomorrow. Um, but when you look at numbers real quick, so I, look, Eli Manning, 
57,000 yards career. Only He's a 60.3 career completion percentage. 366 touchdowns, 244 interceptions. So basically one and a half to one, right? Um, you get Phillip Rivers, 63,440 yards, a 95.2 rating, 10 point, 10, 11 points higher than Eli. Um, 421 touchdowns, 209 picks, so 80 more, roughly 80 more touchdowns, and he was two to one touchdown interception ratio, uh, and completed 65% of his passes. So, from a sheer number standpoint, he dwarfs Eli Manning, but because Eli has two rings, he may be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I don't think Phillip Rivers will be. It's but not he, all about the numbers, be. of course. You gotta yeah, do. I, that's true, because the, the caller just asked and about he, Joe Namath. Eli, uh, Eli did, Rivers didn't. What was Rivers in? One, one championship game, I believe, one AFC championship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how about this one? This is something my son sent me the other day. Um, how about these numbers? Okay, I'm going to give you quarterback A and quarterback B. You ready for this? I can, I can find what he sent me. This is interesting. I can find the darn thing. Uh, maybe it wasn't a text. Maybe it was something on Instagram or something. I'll find it in a minute. Um, but uh, So here's a question for you both. Uh, I'll let you go first, Casey. Uh, Rivers... Rivers, sometimes Rivers. Mahomes is if he wins tomorrow, will become the third quarterback in NFL history to um, to win three Super Bowls before turning thirty. Can you give me the other two? Hmm. Let me see. Um. Uh. Ooh. I mean, I guess is that's Tom Brady no. one of them? Is Tom Brady one of them? Okay, I'm, I'm going to let you guess two. Then I'll let Chuck guess two. I'm and not going to tell you Tom Brady's one or not. Give me another one. Uh, what about Brett? Brett Favre? Did he do it? Well, well Brett only won one. He so, he, won one. So, okay. he'd be a, so that eliminates that. Okay, Chuck, he, he, gave, he gave his Tom Brady womp, and Brett womp. Favre. So that'd be incorrect. All right, Chuck. Uh, well, you got the guys that won at three or more. Three, at least three. Uh... Well, anything. So you got a good Brady. Hey, Bradshaw won four. Give me Bradshaw. That also be incorrect. So you both got Brady, which is which is correct. But uh, Troy Aikman was the other. Ah, Troy Aikman Troy. was the other. You know Troy Aikman. What's funny when you think about the Cowboys, you think about more than Aikman doesn't come to the forefront. Nope. It's like it's, doesn't. You think of Irving, Emma Smith, mm-hmm. as where you think of the Patriots. Obviously, you think Brady. Well, even Bradshaw, there's a lot more to it than them than just Bradshaw, Stallworth, Lynn Swan. But still, yeah. when I think Cowboys Super Bowl dominance, I didn't. I don't think Aikman. Uh, here's another one for you boys. Here's, here's one. I'll let you go first this time, Chuck. And I'll let you kind of think through this. I think you might get this. But uh, so Chiefs Niners tomorrow, uh, it's the, it will be the fourth time. In NFL history, that there's been two teams that have had a rematch inside of five years in the Super Bowl. Can you give me the other three, Chuck? Well, obviously, uh, Buffalo and Dallas played in back-to-back years. That's right. right. Yep, yep. But Super Bowl is 27-28. Very nice. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. You may want to say San Fran and Cincinnati, but that was actually seven years apart, 82, 89. That's what you're correct. They were seven years apart. That, that would be, yeah. That's, so you're right there. That's, that's right. Yep. Okay. Uh, oh, New England and the Giants, the aforementioned game we were just talking that's about. That's correct. Super Bowl is 42 and 46. That's right. Yep. And right. One more. Oh, boy. Who am I missing? Missing somebody. City. Boy. Ah. Uh, I'm missing someone. Not, Are the Steelers not, oh, involved at all? Steelers at Dallas, right? Steelers in Dallas. Yes. Super Bowl is 10 and 13. Woo-hoo. That's correct. And, and yeah, when you said Steelers, you kind of hit me on. Oh, yeah. Then the, that like, They played like, what, 76, maybe 79? Yeah. So here, so here's the uh, – now, what did all three of those uh, rematches have in common? Well, the, I did hear this, and I hope this is not the case, but – <laughs> I hope yeah. the streak doesn't. The team that won the first game won the rematch. That's correct. Oh God, that's correct. That's right. The encore is the same as the the first in all three of those occasions. Is that, and I is hope that it, foreshadowing their run. And I hope it happens again. Yes, it's foreshadowing. Ugh. How can you pull for is. Kansas? Ugh. Kansas City, here I come. Kansas City, Go away, please. Kansas City, here I come. Ugh. Look. The 49ers didn't do anything to you. Why can't you pull for them? <laughs> ah. All right. So, we're going to bring. Nobody well, that plays now was on that team that, that when uh, the catch. Nobody was on that team. Doesn't matter. They, they weren't born. But you know what? But, but see, you think Cowboys fans are obnoxious. Yes, we can't. Some of us can be. The Niner fans, you think that they're the greatest thing since mom's apple pie sliced bread? And, 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 and yes, you yes, know, I do. Yes, I, yes. Okay. My buddy Derek's a Niners fan. My How buddy long? Tim's a Niners fan. Shout out Niners David Orsi and uh, Jared Ballard, both Niners yeah. fans. Love okay. you, boys. So, therefore, so they, their last Super Bowl win yes. preceded the last Cowboys Super Bowl win. Now, I get it. They, they've been to two more since then, both losses. But they've been to two more. Uh, so I don't want them to win anything. Because, and another reason, because right now the, the Niners are about to go, appear in their eighth Super Bowl, which ties the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have five wins. So do the Niners. If they win, that gives them six. That's another team that would jump ahead of the, my, my Dallas Cowboys so, with Super Bowl wins. I don't want, so who'd you say is I don't want that either. Who's the Niners fan? My buddy Derek. Derek. My buddy, uh, yeah, my buddy T- Tim. Yep, mm-hmm. So ask those Niners fans, who's the last team O.J. Simpson played for? <laughs> you think they can tell you? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What? Didn't he play for the Bucs? <laughs> he played for the 49ers. Oh, he did. I thought he played for the Bucs, too. I thought, he play, I thought he played for the Bucs after the Niners. No. He didn't? No. Why, would I, why did I think the Bucs? 78-79 he played for I do knew that. I knew he played for San Francisco. I thought he played for the Bucs for some reason after that. Man, what was I thinking? What was I thinking, Chuck? All right, so when we come back, more Super Bowl talk. We got some um, – I think some, or what I think, some pretty cool Super Bowl stories that we have. I also want to ask, we have Super Bowl memories. I want, uh, you can text us, call us at 641-1010 or, or tweet us as well. Uh, also, the, fir- the, the first Super Bowl that you remember watching. And uh, Casey, as we go to a break, tell folks what our all-site contracting poll questions are, sir. So our all-site contracting poll questions, we got a few of them for you today. We're going big for the big game. We got some more that will come in the second hour. But the first two, well, technically three, but the poll questions are 
The first one is if you were the Bears, trade Fields, take Williams, or trade the pick and build around Fields. Right now it's deadlocked at 50-50. And the second one is will the refs play a big role tomorrow on the outcome of the big game? Yes, duh, or no, not really. 73% is saying yes and wow yeah wow and, and our last one is for you jags fans out there especially this question in honor of super bowl week what would you give up to see the jags win the big game this one you need to comment on on the question bring it baby what, what would you guys give up i think y'all need to think about that while we're at break what would you Ooh. give up wow wow that's that's a good one that's a good one all right we'll come back Take your phone calls, your text messages, your tweets as well to broadcast to you on this Super Bowl Eve from the Yellow House in Tinseltown on 1010XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. Don't let the old man I won't live so long. That's a uh, Toby Keith song I've never heard before. I haven't heard this. Uh, I get chill bumps now just listening to it, knowing the, the meaning behind it and, and, and uh, what inspired the song. Uh, you know, Toby Keith, obviously, but I didn't know that he had been battling different types of cancer for like the last 10 years. You know, and then obviously they've been battling with stomach cancer for the last three years that, that, that you know, they passed away. And, uh, but yeah, this song here, I mean, you know, you, look, you talk about it like a great American dude. I mean, just, just one of the all-time best dudes for, for, in music that, that uh, just outstanding, just outstanding. Um, just a good dude, man. Uh, uh, you know, dead at the age of 62. But let the old man in. Um, as we hear broadcast to you from the old house in, in Tinseltown on this uh, Super Bowl Eve. So it was, this song was inspired. I think I got it. You think, think you got I, it? Okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh in here, okay, because right, I like okay. poetry. I like I like them. Oh, I like them. Because I asked Chuck. Wait, did Chuck who, just say he don't uh, owe he, God to my liking poetry? Well, no, he yes, didn't. that's what I did Did you say, say that? Yes. Yeah, so, he mumbled uh, it under his breath. Uh, Chuck, uh, I'm hurt. You're <laughs> a guy. I thought you were a guy. Okay, that's all right. Ooh. Well, you know, so so, so you know what? I, what's we did, and here's something Chuck didn't know. When I was in high school, I wrote a lot of poetry. <laughs> I wrote a lot of poetry. Yeah, I was in a class. Our English teacher, uh, she's big on poetry, and I wrote a bunch poetry of stuff. And and I, I was able to write, I was able to write a bunch of poetry to girls that kind of like, they eat that stuff up, Chuck. Yeah, women eat poetry up, and I was Do good. Do not at go it. gentle into that good night, Chuck. I was. Come on, how are you gonna say so, poetry? Ooh. So you you thought you know what the song's about? What do you think? Miles Garrett's Miles Miles Garrett's a big poet too. Miles Garrett. Uh, hey, shout out Miles Garrett. So big, I'm gonna so, say that the old man yes. is actually himself in the future. Don't let that person in. Stay young, always and forever, as long as you can, because we only got this one life. Old man, well, you can stay away from me. You're right in a roundabout way. Right in a roundabout way, death. Old man is death. Screw him, too. Don't let death in. You know. And, <laughs> what and, I and, thought is, uh, boy, Casey, if you're having a great day, you can easily find a country song to bring you down. 
whether uh, somebody it, lost I, lost their dog, their wife, their girlfriend. Well, 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 yeah, that's the old the old, yeah. the old joke was. So, you, what, what happened? You play a country song backwards. You get your wife back, your dog back, your house back. I'm gonna say what? Why'd you play this, Casey? What happened? You couldn't find the what's that song? Don't take the girl. Well, which is uh, like we, the, we got a couple of commercials to come back we've from. Got he just more? wanted this one first. Don't take the girl. I, I, no, I, I like this, and he was uh, the the inspiration behind this was when he met then 88-year-old Clint Eastwood on the golf course. He was a little intimidated to go up to Clint Eastwood, who's just a, a just a BA of a man. I mean, just 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 an an all-American badass is what is what Clint Eastwood is. Um, and I'm going to and I know he plays that role and I'm going to choose to believe that's exactly who he is off the screen as well. Um, nine, he's 93 now by the way, but that saw he was inspired. Toby Keith was Scared to death to walk up and introduce himself to Clint Eastwood. Man, that's Clint Eastwood. That's Clint Eastwood right there. And he did. They become friends and and uh, and conversations and talks that he had with Clint Eastwood. It, it, that he was that was the inspiration for writing this song. Don't let the old man in. Ah, so uh, there you go. There, so there's that. Um, but yeah, boy. I mean, um, man. So. Country music. I mean, you're right. I mean, it can bring you down in a heartbeat. It, it can, <laughs> can if you've had relationship problems, which a lot of people have. You really have never had a relationship problems, Chuck. Have nope. you? In your whole life, you know that Casey. He is I'm getting that Chuck, vibe. Chuck is a unicorn when it comes to that. He, he really is. He is a different. You don't start a different you have problem. That's right. <laughs> right. If you don't start smoking, you don't have to worry about quit. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I might Keep. not pass that on to my boys. Uh, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I'm not pass, I, I, and I have not passed it on to mine either. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. People make fun of speed music. People make fun of disco, but disco back in the day was happy. It was happy music. It wasn't bringing you down. I like disco. Yeah, it was Chuck, all about Chuck. Guitar. Do you do you play the Bee Gees in your head all the time? And is I it always it. you can love tell it. by the way I use my walk and walk me. No time it's an okay to song. Is that you? That's no, not yeah. the best song. But that's you, like this that's why I like you, this That's guy. why you was pepping you like more with that step last Chuck, time I seen you. Hey, Chuck's, Chuck's favorite song is probably more than a woman because, no. because he stays away from women because he says they're trouble. <laughs> trouble. My favorite now song? Now you understand the, cru- the man crush he has on Jimmy Garoppolo. Look, I, lo- I love all types of music, everything. But probably my favorite song of all time is uh, Captain Neil. Love will keep us together. I, I bet love you that I can song. show you some music that you might actually like uh, fear a little bit. Okay, I bet you don't like all types. Shout right. out hardcore music. Let's let's talk some Super Bowl history here. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask Educate you guys me. first. Educate me. Well, so um, Super Bowl one. Uh, two stories around that. So after the NFC or NFL championship game, you can hear over the PA system, hey, one or two, hey folks, Packers. get your Super Bowl tickets on sale, $12. Yeah. Super Bowl tickets, $12. Uh, I was like, wow. Now, you know, the, the cheap seats, eight, eight or $9,000. Well, I think whatever that, well it is this now. year the average ticket is $9,300, 9, up 70% over last year. Yeah. You know what it costs to get a suite right now? A million, right? Two and a half million dollars. Two and a half. To get a suite, <laughs> I heard about it. <laughs> you want a suite? That's some laughable money right there. Oh, I mean, my goodness. Hey, a suite for twenty? Nah. Yeah, that's that's bleep you money is what that is. That's just bleep that's you Wolf money. Wall Street uh, money, okay? It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half million. Hey, and that and it only gets you two parking passes. 
I'll just take the half. Just give me the half million, okay? My goodness, Uh, man. I mean, yeah, that's what I say. Um, Oh, we have Dolphin Gary. Dolphin Gary, we'll get a Dolphin Gary real quick. 641-1010. So, so Dolphin Gary missed Chuck last week. He was so sad that he missed him. We're going to have a Dolphins love fest here. We can talk about how we're never going to make it to the Super Bowl. Just like us Cowboys fans can have the same conversation. What's going on, Gary? Hey, Ron, wasn't it uh, Toby Keith who did that song, How Do You Like Me Now? Is that Toby Keith? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I like that, too. Yeah. I like it now. Love me some Toby Keith, man. Give me some red It's going to be 2420 Niners tomorrow, guys. I hope. And uh, in honor of Toby, we're going to do a music list again today, Mr. Cowboy Ron. And these are our random six songs I picked, hit songs from the year 1982. Oh, that's a good year for music. And you, two are gonna, and, and you two are going to rank them for me. And, and if uh, Casey so chooses. Number one, White Wedding mm, by song. Billy Idol. That's a good one. Yep, I like it. Number two, Back on the Chain Gang by The Pretenders. Good, good song. Number three, Don't You Want Me by The Human League. Good song. Uh, wow. You, hey, you know what, Gary? You may not – I don't – I may not agree with many of your football takes and sports takes, but I like your musical takes. <laughs> so keep going. Number four, Africa by Toto. Oh, ah. that good, oh I like that one, oh, too. Oh, overplayed. That's oh, the worst oh, Here we go. Uh, you it ought to see the look on Chuck's face when he, when he heard you say <laughs> that. Come on. Number five, Little Red Corvette by Prince. Another good one. Oh. They're all good ones. No. And, 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 and six. Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. No, come on, man. I like Michael Jackson, so I did not like that. Okay, song. what's okay? What's your okay? It's it's not even close it's for me. Strong list, Cowboy Ron. That is a very strong list. What's your favorite Michael Jackson song? And I it, it doesn't it takes me like all of a half second to come up with a mind. Uh, Are you, you probably like the, the, uh, as the group of Jackson Five or the no no as, as Michael Jackson as Michael Jackson. Kind of like off the wall. Don't stop till you get. That's my favorite one. I mean, yeah, that's not, that's I don't really my have favorite. a favorite. Favorite, favorite. That's those are. Don't that's stop my. Don't stop. Yes, I heard that this morning. Stop. Heard it this morning, actually. <laughs> well, yeah. But was that uh, one of the two songs on uh, Thriller that wasn't a hit? Actually, I that was a better album. I like that album better off the wall than I do uh, the Thriller album. I think off yeah. the wall was a better album. And I didn't like Bad a whole lot. It was okay, not nearly. Yeah, but, but the guy was so good. But you know, when I think when I think of Michael Jackson, the uh, to me a better all around performer, singer, songwriter, performer, Prince. And my, I mean, Michael Jackson has the following, and that's what I always talk about. How Taylor Swift, I, you know, people get on me about the Mount Rushmore. But it's all about fandom to me. Like Michael Jackson, just from a fandom standpoint, people pass out, waiting lines, all those things. But Prince, to me, was a better all-around musician, performer, we play guitar, songwriter I, I, than Michael I, I, Jackson I saw, was. In, I saw Prince in concert in Fourth Row down there in Fort Lauderdale area, Ron. Dude's fan, fantastic. Sunrise. When he did Purple Rain, people went nuts. But Give me a list, Cowboy Ron. Ah, whoo, man. To me, the best might be the Pretender song. Was that it Back on the Chain Gang? To me, Human Back on the Chain Gang. Human League is number one for me. That's good. That's that's, that's a good one. That or White Wedding, I put it number two. That's a good one. 
Um, and so uh, you, well, I brought you know it what? strong, Ron. I brought it strong. You, you did, you did. So we're gonna break here. I'm gonna come back uh, and uh, yeah, give and, and rank that list when we come back. Hey, our, uh, Gary, we appreciate the call, man. That's Dolphin Gary at six four one ten ten. Back with more after this from the L House in Tinseltown on ten ten XL and Company on ten ten XL. This is it. Answer your question. Don't you want me, baby? All all these women ask Chuck that. Met you. That's a good one. It's a stalker song. (laughs) Just like to it. It is. Just like the other stalker song is. uh, Oh, the ultimate is police. Yeah. Yes. yes. Every boogie, man. Every breath you take, yeah. I'll be watching you. <laughs> so this stalker song. It's like, be, and I could put you back down too. Come on. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny how back in the day, like, oh yeah, this Casey Casey. This is a great love song. No, it's a stalker song. You'd be arrested today if you if you tried to pull this foolishness off. <laughs> it's the, the, it's the weirdest things to get Chuck fired up. Especially music you know, wise. it's the weirdest thing. To get and here's what I thought about: I forget. We'll get back to our Super Bowl stories. But if you notice over the years, like there've been a lot of. Uh, remember the Beatles had a song, or I think it was uh, Ringo Starr. You're 16 and you're beautiful. And you're, <laughs> remember the Cars had a song. Yeah, she's 17. And remember, uh, you know, oh, Winger had a song. She's only seven. So you'd be arrested <laughs> for today. But back in the day, unless you're in New York. New York, that's okay. Mark Sanchez had a 17 year old girlfriend. But in like New York. back in the day, we were like, oh, yeah, what great songs. It's like, you know, you could, it's just, it just amazed me going back now and listening. Hey, we're going to real quick throw the all site contracting poll question out there again. We'll let uh, Casey run through those. But look, if you're looking for uh, roll off dumpster services, uh, guaranteed low prices, next day service, or your money back, give our good friend all site contracting a call, our friend Amy at Amy is 574 Daniel, Steve Bell, uh, Amy, owners, uh, look, locally owned and operated. Great folks, man, I'm telling you. Um, call Amy at 574 They're a site, site uh, contractor, but, again, they have roll-off services as well. And I, when I, me, uh, as, as an employee of United Rentals, which I tell people, we have everything in the world from, from start to finish on the job site. Uh, the only thing we don't have are roll-off containers. The only thing we don't have, we, we have a, what everything is a else. What is a roll-off container? Like a dumpster. Okay. A dumpster. So or they or, put it or down, when you, you sit, fill it, they come pick it up. Yeah. Okay. There you okay. go. That's what I was That's thinking. That's it. That's it. Well, you were sure. right. Just want hey, to make sure. You don't have to overthink it. Not you were thinking correctly. That's right. Okay. And our good friends at All Site Contractor. Throw the questions out one more time, Casey, and then we've got some more Super Bowl moments and memories for folks. And, uh, a couple of stories I think people say, huh, I think they're pretty good. Well, we'll see what the, the listening audience has to say. So give us the poll questions one more time, Casey. So our poll questions of the day from All Site Contracting, Inc. The first one is, if you were the Bears, trade Fields, take Williams, or trade the pick and build around fields right now 
building around fields is the way that the fans are talking. How about that? And then the second that's a, one. That's, that's a bit surprising, actually. That's right? surprising. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And then the second one is, will the refs play a big role tomorrow on the outcome of the big game? Yes, duh. No, not really. Yes, duh, 77%. Duh. How, how, how bad is that? I mean, that, it, whether they do or they don't, that just, just that's – that's very telling on just how poorly games are officiated. Right when we when we sit and we're watching games, and it's obvious there's certain things that whether it's an interference call or uh, these these false starts, or for that matter, guys that line up. It's 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 amazing they just pick and choose when to call stuff. And I, it, like you know, Juwan Taylor, right? He false starts almost every play, and sometimes they call it, sometimes they don't. And then you, but then even other than that, when you look at Offensive tackles that line up like two yards off the line of scrimmage, so they can get a you know you know these defensive ends and get after them. They can sort of you know get their their stance a little more quickly, right, and, and stop them from turning the corner. I happen, I mean, if, when you look, they're always off the line of scrimmage, and that's a penalty, right? You've got to have seven guys on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's a penalty, and, and it, but it's very very seldom ever called. But it, but it is sad that 77% of the people, they think uh, the officiating will play a huge role in tomorrow's game, and it just shouldn't be, man. But it is. It is. Well, a lot they're, of they're, They are that bad. We have, you know, high-definition view now. We can see every, yep. you know, everything in the millisecond and that we couldn't back in the day. So, it's, it's – these call – I think these officials, for the most part, do a good job. I always go, could you – Everybody, it's hard. It's hard to do. Everyone on thinks they could do better. I agree. Look, I I agree. It, it's very difficult. Um, I always say when I you know as I've coached baseball for years, and when I was when I was coaching in a in a rec ball when I coached in rec ball leagues, I, on a lot of occasions, us as coaches would be the umpires as you know as volunteering. Man, it's very it's it's the most thankless job in the world because anything close, you're making half the people mad, right? Yes. You're making half of the people mad, uh, and and that's just officiating. And then when you put it on this large scale, the athletes are bigger, stronger, and faster than they've ever been, and you're asking old ass men to make these quick judgments. It's easy, right, it is when we see replays. It's a lot tougher oh, yeah. when it's happening in, in, live in, in front of these dudes, you know. I don't think any of them are intentionally, you know, uh, butchering calls and, and throwing calls. I do think sometimes maybe, uh, especially like uh, in the NBA, when you get caught up with the crowd, you know, the crowd goes crazy, start calling fouls and things like that, and you get caught up with the, with the game itself. But I don't think anyone is intentionally going same, out of, out of line doing that. But then at the same time, on the other foot, as they would say, I I look at a call when a referee is looking right at, the, let's say, a receiver. You're like, how did they miss that? That's or true. Like, uh, That's here's true. the most egregious to me, a face, whole pass interference judgment. Sometimes when you see a blatant face mask and, you're, and the referee is right there looking right at you wonder, how did they miss that? Uh, yeah, that was, that's true. I, I wish they'd go back and ask, okay, on this call right here, how did you miss that? Right, so I would love to know. As we break here, uh, one quick uh, – give this story on Max McGee 
in Super Bowl one. And then on, on the other side, we're going to give it to our, our Joe Namath story, which I think is really, really funny. So, what's uh, so give yeah, us the Super Bowl, night four Super Bowl, Max McGee was a backup receiver. He didn't expect to play. So, he violated his team's curfew policy. He spent the night before the Super Bowl out on the town. The next morning, he told starting receiver Boyd Gowler, I hope you don't get hurt. I'm not in very good shape. I'm looking at this hangover. <laughs> well, Boyd got hurt. So, Max McGee had to come in, hung over, and played. We well, played a good game. Seven catches, 138 yards, two touchdowns. Hungover. And, yeah, and my takeaway from that is, I remember a game earlier this year. Were you hungover? <laughs> well, I've, I've been hungover once or twice in my life. Surprised um, you remembered it. I, I, I know, right? Um, but here's here's a here's a f- interesting fact for you boys. I've never in my entire life had a headache. I've never had a headache. Never had one. People talk about having headaches. Never I've had a headache? never had a headache in my, my entire God, I life. This week. Jeez, what are you talking about? I've never had one. Nope. Never had one. I've never had one in my life. That's crazy. And my mom's never had one. I was talking to my mom one day, and she's never had one. I've never had a headache. <laughs> Even like if I if I drink whatever, get up the next day, I may feel kind of tired and sluggish. But I've, people oh, my gosh, my head's pounding. It's throbbing. I've never had one. I don't even know what that means. I mean, you know, I've never had one. Never, ever, never have I ever had a headache. Uh, all right, so we'll come back. Uh, because Tyreek Hill, I'm going to bring some Tyreek Hill stuff up. But it, now, again, 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 look, I think you should be in optimum shape uh, when it comes time to play big games and, 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 and crucial moments. But it doesn't always matter. It doesn't always matter. And we'll go through a few different people uh, that, that's overcome those types of odds, uh, overcome the hangovers and the illnesses, uh, and still performed at a higher level. We'll discuss that more after this. Neil House in Tinseltown on 1010XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. Billy man, come on. Six o'clock is, is this an okay, Chuck? Is this song okay? Is this beard my horses and water for my women or what is this song? Yep. What did he just say? I don't know what <laughs> Chuck just said. And it's like beer for my horses and water for my women or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? it man, that's the song, though. I, I don't even know what to say right now to you, Chuck. What's this song? Know, and I thought you knew music. What's this song? Go ahead and tell K- Casey. Please. I, I don't, I'm don't. i speechless beer right for now. Beer my horses. That's what I said. <laughs> There's a song. Like, what is this song? Go ahead, Casey. Tell them what this song is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Hold on. I got to clear I mean, he just says things sometimes. I'm like, who is this guy beside me? Who is he? But I still like you, Chuck, this some is, days. There is a song by him called Beard My Horses, isn't there? I mean, I got the second part wrong. I mean, I was being funny on that. But what is the song? Would you let us know? Casey? Keep us in suspense. Eat it. Uh, Casey's got to tell me here. Tell him, Casey. <laughs> I'm still laughing, brother. Come on, I'm man. I'm still laughing. Uh, <laughs> I try not to be funny. I guess that's the funniest one. I'm trying not to be funny. <laughs> that's I what I can't. You got to tell him, man. I'm laughing too hard. That's just that's what it's, that funny. I mean, that's just what. All right. So, we're, you know what? I'm what, just going, what back. Is the, I'm just going back to sports. I, I never forgot. I just, I've already forgot the song. I forgot to, to bring this back in. You said something about Beer for Horse, Beer for yeah, Horses something about, or something. Yeah, doesn't he have a song, Beer for My Horses? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yes. I'm just somebody listening. Hey, man, we, let, 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 here we go. Whiskey Beer for, my, for my men. Whiskey for my men. There we go. There we there go. go. I was able to get it out. Beer, Beer, Beer for Horses is the name horses, of the song. Right? 
Is that uh, Toby Keith beer from my horse? Yeah, he even has an official yes. video. There is all beer from my horses. <laughs> so, right. and I made it part about water for my women. I just kind of threw that in there. But it, well, he said water for your women. Yes. Okay. So anyway. How many women, women do you have, Chuck? Too. How many women do you have, Ron, Chuck? Right now, now? zero. Hmm. Did you say zero, Chuck? Zero. You're running zero right now. Zero. Man, zero women for Chuck Kelly. That surprises me. It should. It does. <laughs> it absolutely does. Um, all right, we've talked a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Super Bowl. Um, so, in Super Bowl, like, memories and stories and things, Jay Willie Namath, a little NFL documentary, NFL Network, had a two-parter a few years back to oh, come out. NFL Life. Yeah, NFL Life, yes. Yes, yeah, because he was that big of a deal. I mean, Joe Namath, he, he is Joe Namath. So, tell us, Mr. Elliott, that, that this, what stuck out to you. Well, uh, Joe Joe told us, he talked about the night before the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was in Miami, of course. Mm -hmm. Night before the Super Bowl, Saturday night, a young lady comes and knocks on his door, and he may have uh, let her in, spent some time time together. Then, you know, I'll think about that today. Yes, that stuff still happens, but do you think it would happen the night before? Yes, yes. Let me ask you. Okay, Don't you think these guys are so – Probably curfew is very lax the days leading up. You think the night before stuff is probably all right. So let's say up. let's say okay. So there will be what ninety active players, right? Because you have fifty three and eight inactives. Uh, so I'm not going to include the inactives. I'm not going to include the practice squad players. But Casey Dobson, as Chuck Elliott, has just taken a, I guess a very important phone call and left the building. I mean, he, I mean, he he lives that type he of gone. important life. He he gone. He he's he's that kind of a life. Yeah, the life of Riley, I guess. Must have um, been that girl that he was just uh, talking <laughs> yeah, about yeah. getting some water. Well, yeah, he he just told us. He just said on the air that he's running no women right now, and then he gets a phone call. So I'm guessing that was the woman that he's with. I said, what do you mean there's no women? It's my friend Scott that's passing through. He's coming to stay with me tonight. Chuck, that's thing. This story's better with what I well, said. You can just go with it. Lame. Man, you don't, don't know how, do he this. doesn't know how to deal with anything. He yeah, doesn't well, know how to deal with anything. I don't do the old what they talk about, American Pie. Take it times and times three, or if it's a guy, <laughs> divide. divide it by three. I remember she goes, it's a scientific fact. <laughs> it is. You remember that, Casey, American Pie? Oh, yes. 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 The, the rule That's of three, great, baby. Classic. The rule of three. Been, whoever, take that number times and times three. A guy tells you, you the, divide it. It is the, the, the rule of three is real. Yes, the rule of three is real. I think it's real. I think it's real. I don't know. I would. I would. I'm assuming that it is. All right. So, over under. If I were to say ninety, the ninety active players for tomorrow's Super Bowl. Ninety. Ninety. Yeah. Of those ninety, if I set the over under of seven and a half NFL players for tomorrow's game, they will have company in their rooms. Ah, man. I don't. That's. Casey, the only thing is pretty locked down. <laughs> I'm just asking. Tight. Asking. Hey, guys. How, now, how about this? Now, we've got a table yeah. of South Carolina Gamecocks fans I sure here. I was standing there away. I watching a basket, college basketball. I didn't know that South Carolina played college basketball. I didn't even know. I didn't know. I didn't. But you know what they are? I can poke fun because they're like us Gators. They don't play football these days. They just play other sports. They just you – know, football just sort of – Pass the time Go of Gator day in the fall. Women's gymnastics. Let's. Go. That's right. That's right. Gators women's gymnastics last night. That's right. A big win. We got a big win last night. That's what we got. That's what we got. We got. It's okay. 
What was their coach for a long time? Was it Eddie Fogler? Was that the coach at South Eddie Fogler. Fogler. Wow. Eddie you remember Bobby Crimmins went there for a few days? He left Georgia Tech, <laughs> went to South Carolina a couple of days. They quit and went back to Georgia Tech. Right? That is correct. <laughs> that is very uh, – that's, that's – speaking of – speaking of – okay, gosh, okay. Tell the – okay, we told the gender name of the story. And I, I teased before the break that, yeah, players like Tyreek Hill this year, he left the Miami Dolphins game like five times in like 30 minutes because he was cramping up. Well, you know what that means. And he had a huge game. That means he was in the Hennessy the night before <laughs> and was completely drunk and hung over and he was cramping up. He was dehydrated. You think that's what it meant? Uh, of course that's right. what it meant. Uh, remember, uh, here in Jacksonville, the Super Bowl, Donovan McNabb was dry heaving on the field. Why? Because he was out partying the night before the big game. It was. That's what, that's what got he and uh, T.O. sideways. You got Terrell Owens, who's a hyperbaric chamber, uh, trying to get that ankle or that ankle, the broken ankle repaired or whatever the hell. I think it was an ankle, I think, to be wrong. Maybe it was a knee, but I think it was an ankle. Uh, and he rehabbed like crazy to play. While McNabb is, uh, you know what, I'm here in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in this big town, Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm in this big, the big city of Jacksonville, FLA, baby. I'm going to go party. So, Casey, what would you set the over-under number? Set, if it, would you go over-under seven and a half of, of the 90 active players for tomorrow that will have visitors in their Las Vegas, Nevada hotel rooms? Uh, you're in Vegas, baby, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the number is like 15, 20, 30, 40. Let's, you what? know. No, yeah, uh, 15. I'm saying 15, bro. You say he's going over, and, I, and I'm going over. The reason is, look, you would love to think that, okay, it's a big week. It's a big game. It's for it's for everything. It is. It's the Super Bowl, right? It's the the biggest event in American sports. The Super Bowl, right? It is. Okay. Um, you would think, you know, rational-minded people say, you know what? We've got fifty-one other weeks of the year. We can go tear it up. This one week, man, we've really got to. We've really got to, you know, you know, take this serious. But. We're talking about 24- to 28-year-old testosterone-filled young men that are in Las Vegas, Nevada. Come on. And I just told you how you can still overcome, uh, you know, getting liquored up and drunk. and Well, hell, remember Thomas Hollywood Henderson, Dallas Cowboys, had a fanny pack with cocaine in his inhaler. He was doing coke during the game. Yeah, different. But – I, I don't know security the night before, but don't you think the night before might be the one night that they really? You know, I, the would so. I would Not hope so. Not the players, so. but the coaches. Clamp down. Treat them like kids. True. That's good. Dead checks. Good point. You got to be here. Hall monitors. Everything. And I, I, and I guess in today's age of yes. of uh, professional sports, when you've got between assistant coaches and staffers and quality control people, you could probably have. One coach for every two players, so you could actually—I guess you could actually have a coach or a staff member sit in the room where, if you—if you make these guys room together, he could sit in a corner and watch the players. But I but guess then, he could do that. But my next question to you would be: If you call it a lowly staffer, I'm going to say lowly, but give him a little play, money. Here's ten grand. Yeah, just, just exactly. I, I was—you know what? We were thinking alike because I was going there next. Okay, that's like the 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 drug testing in the NFL. You know when it's coming. You know, unless you are on the list, and you guess what? You don't even hear people getting suspended anymore. Think about that. Think about stuff. It's almost like, you know, 
Well, I'm not going to say that. Uh, I'm not going to get political here. But think about drug testing in the NFL. Think about how often you would hear, at least if two, three, four, five, six times a year, somebody is getting suspended for the year, for six games, for something, for testing positive for whatever drugs, correct? When's the last time you've heard that? When's the last time you've heard of an NFL player getting suspended, not PEDs, but for, you know, for recreational activity types of drugs? When's the last well, time you've heard that? Right, right. So to me, so what happens is, they know when the guy's coming, but now when you get in that when you get in that test a positive and it's randomly done ten times during the month, that's when it's different. But still, though, think about the guy that comes and does the testing. You talk about the lowly staff member, dude that's getting paid fifty grand a year to come take a cup of pee to go have a test. Hey man, here's like hundred thousand uh, dollars. Can you will you please use yours? Uh, Will you use yours, please, instead yeah. of mine, right? I mean, so, so there's that. And kind of thinking off the kind of maybe sort of kind of same thought process, I know we heard last week that, was it, Patrick Holmes' dad got a DUI. Third one. I'm thinking, how does that happen? What I mean is don't – Yeah, I you have think, Lyft, you've got Uber. No, no, you've no, got, no. No, no, I'm right. the other. I'm the other aspect. If you're the cop, all right, you're Patrick Holmes' dad, I'll take you home. Well, you, some cops don't operate like that. And that's probably when you say, I guess that's the right thing. But it doesn't kind of surprise you. Well, and some, some cops are, are even worse. Okay. And, and, and look, again, Denver, I, look, I, I, look, I am a, a huge proponent of law enforcement. I mean, I couldn't be any more, more of a proponent than I am. But sometimes they're just asses. Like, I got pulled over recently. First time, the first ticket I've got in 25 years. I get pulled over. Go drive down the road. I had my cruise control set on 50 miles an hour. I was in a 45-mile-an-hour zone, 45 miles an hour, doing 50. I got pulled over. Cops said, sir, you're doing 52 miles an hour in a 45. Give me a ticket. And it was set at 50. I wasn't doing – I was not doing 52. I would, the cruise was set at 50. It's a brand-new truck, so I know the, the numbers aren't off. I've got stock factory tires, so it's, there's no change there. And the guy just was just being an ass – and wanted to meet a quota and gave me a ticket. Yeah, but you're just uh, you're just right. I'm talking about a star. Usually, like no, okay, no, no. I get it, but, but star, what, no, no. I get it. But what I'm saying is, is sometimes it uh, say, "Don't you know who I am?" Did you do that? Then it's like, all right, well, guess no, what? No, no, no. I, no, I get that. But what I'm saying is, sometimes you're talking about. Well, a guy may take him home. Sometimes they just not only will they not take you home, but they'll accuse you of stuff that you really didn't even do, which happened to me. Just, right. just, just for just, just to get the rocks off or whatever. Just telling you it happened. But anyway, um, so but yeah, I, I, but his third one now, he, dude, he he faces. They say two day years in prison for his third one. His second one, he got forty days. What are you a major league pitcher for? The yeah, for the uh, I think the Royals and the Royals Twins. Okay, maybe. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. uh, I let you guys have your moment. You, you guys do remember I used to be a cop, right? I know that. Yeah, and you, there's no quota. I get it. That no, was a correction. But, but yeah, you told two, us that before. Two Chuck's question, okay, about why not take him home, your Patrick Mahomes dad. Yeah. Okay, so what you're not allowed to use in court, you're allowed to use on the side of the road. That officer knew, son, you've had, or excuse me, sir, you've had two in the past. You obviously haven't learned your lesson. 
and two. Okay, I understand your logic there, but Chuck, what if he didn't get stopped before that and he had killed somebody? He already had two warnings. He already had two DUIs before that. Those are, take them as a warning. But when you get the third, I mean, shoot, you really shouldn't be getting a one in yeah. this day and age. But when you've gotten a third, come on, man, we can only give you so many breaks yeah. in life, man. You only get so many just because of who you are. It's time for you to take that real ride, and maybe it'll wake you up. And, and think about how many, Chuck, and I'll say this, think about how many, that's just being caught three times. Exactly. Think about, think about the times he's, he probably does it every day. If you, if, if you are – if you are dumb enough, uh, that that means you. It, it's, it's gone beyond being dumb. It's become. It's it's gone to a, truly an illness. If you're willing to sacrifice all of that on a regular basis to get hammered drunk and to drive home after you've had, again had it twice, had two DUIs. Again, that means you've probably done it a bunch. And who knows, Chuck? He's probably been driven home a few times. Or hey. Call somebody, can pick you You're up right, that's a what few we times. There's been a lot of those occasions that has happened, and finally, you know, a, yeah. an officer says, "Look, man, I, dude, I'm sorry, but I mean, come on, man." Now back to your question, I was going to ask, why not with the money you have? Why not Lyft, Uber, have a personal driver? I guess more a personal driver. Now I remember that's a good question. You think you'd always do that, but remember the late great Greg Larson always you say. There's nothing more difficult in the world than trying to get the keys from a drunk driver, from someone that's drunk about to leave your party. You, you say, they're impossible to get their keys from. I'm fine, blah, 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 I'll be great. So he used to tell that tale. That is true. He did tell that tale. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, absolutely so why did. do you think most most of those guys don't have their own? Like you have a driver, maybe you pay hundred grand a year to drive you around whenever you want to go party. Yeah, and, and you know what? And I would venture to say that uh, – Patrick Mahomes' dad, with as much money as his son has, his son would, his son would probably gladly, gladly uh, pay whatever his dad it would take for his dad uh, to get rides from point A to point B to point C to point D. You know? I, and I wonder, you know, how much of a distraction, do you, do you think it's any bit of a distraction for Patrick Mahomes uh, knowing his dad's facing had, two was, years in prison? Well, Remember, was it two years ago, three years ago? What was it Andy Reid's son? Kind of the same oh, situation. Yeah. That's true. It was something very similar. Now he actually uh, hits somebody, right? Or his son yeah. was driving. And he, and paralyzed him or made so him. him that was, was that Super Bowl week or right before Super Bowl? It's, was it Scott? I think it was. I can't, Scott, I can't yes. remember which, which son it was, but yeah, one of them. So um, I think that would have been more of a distraction because he actually was a coach on the team. Yeah. So that would have been more That's of a, true. It should be a distraction yep. than this. Yeah, very true. All right, we'll step aside for a break. We'll come back. Uh, we've talked a lot of Super Bowl stuff. And I'm going to ask you guys when we come back, um, the, uh, the your first remembrances of the Super Bowl, the first one you watched, and we'll discuss Super Bowl memories. We'll take your phone call, your text messages, and your tweets at 641-1010. And we'll be back from the L House in Tinseltown after this. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. How, how can you not like this, Chuck? How can you not like Little Red Corvette? It's okay. Not one of his best. Not so, one of his best. 
Dolphin Gary's still listening. He called during the break and said, we haven't ranked the top six. I, I think me and Chuck's rankings be a little different. Number one for me is Human League. Don't you want me, baby? This is number two. Africa's number three. I'd probably go back. Okay. I'd go top three, back on the chain gang, White Wedding. Don't you want me? See, White Wedding is next, and then back of the chain gang for me. The last for me would be Africa. That's and Bill, what's funny, Billy Jean. I love it. But that's last for me. I'd put that five. And I and that's I like Billy Jean. Really? That's how that's how good of a list Gary gave us because I love Billy Jean, but that's last on my list. That was a good year for music. That, that, that was a good. It was. Those are was. all good songs. Really good. I remember what? being in uh, sixth grade and won a spelling bee, and the spelling bee that I won. Uh, my prize was, I've, I've got the um, the thrill the uh, what album the 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 uh, the wall the uh, what the uh, no no it was a four no, it was a forty five it was a forty five with uh, I think beat it and uh, and Billie Jean I won a forty five. Uh, you been sick great yeah you could have been right yeah. then because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. album came out released like I think maybe late eighty two yeah when it was. Yeah. Uh, what is? I was eleven years old. What's Prince? What's Prince's real name? Was it like Rogers Nelson? Was that his real name? What's Casey? What's Prince's real name? Rogers Nelson. I'm, I'm looking guess. it up right now. Yeah, I did. I was sixth grade. What is spelling B? And I got the forty-five of uh, Billy was it Rogers or Rogers? and uh, yeah. So that was one of my first things I ever won. Rogers Kelly. Nelson, ding ding for one Chuck. Let's so Chuck go. Wait a minute. So was Prince his first name? Or. Are you saying Prince was Rogers Nelson? Rogers or his name was Prince. Nelson. Okay. So Prince was Rogers Nelson. You're correct. Okay, okay. Come on, that Chuck. Can wow. you name one other Rogers? No, it, I can only it actually two. says his birth name was Prince Rogers Nelson. Oh, okay. So yeah. Prince was his. Can you name one other Rogers? It's not a last name. Mister Rogers. Rogers Hornsby. Yep. Oh, Rogers Hornsby. That's the only, that's the only other Rogers I can name. Is Rogers Hornsby. Roger Clemens. <laughs> that's Rogers. Roger. That's Rogers. 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 Clemens. See? It works. <laughs> or, or no, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers! And the uh, State Farm commercials. Rodgers! That one. That one, too. All right, so we are at the old house, Tinseltown. Glad to have you along with us. 641-1010. 641-1010. We're talking. We have the poll questions. They're out there, the all-site contracting poll questions. We're talking Super Bowl memories. Uh, your first remembrance of the Super Bowl. Let's go to Dave at 641-1010. He wants to chime in on the Super Bowl and his memories. Sure, Hello, Dave. Dave. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, uh, what's happening? Uh, I couldn't hear it real well. Uh, what were the uh, songs that Gary told me again, please? We had uh, Africa by Toto. Okay. We had Don't You Want Me Baby by Human League. Okay. We had Little Red Corvette by Prince. Okay. We had uh, Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Okay. <laughs> we had uh, was it, was it, White, uh, Wedding. White Wedding by uh, Billy Idol. Right. We had Don't You and, Want Me by the Human League. Well, we, I said that said one. That. The other was the uh, what was the other one that you liked? Your favorite one. Oh, uh, Back on the Chain Gang by the, the Pretenders. The Pretenders, yeah. Those were six. Yeah, I, oh, like the, awesome. I, I like the Pretenders out of that group, I guess. There you go. All right. Anyway. Well, so, um, Super Bowl. Super Bowl day. Yeah, what's what's oh, going on, uh, man? Yeah, earlier you talked about uh, one thing real quick. Uh, you talked about the two two uh, 
quarterbacks that had won Super Bowls before they turned 30. And one was Brady. I didn't catch the other one. Aikman, Troy Aikman. Okay, it was Aikman. Okay. And I thought, Aikman, are you sure that Bob Greasy didn't win two before he turned 30? That's that three. Is three. Three. Oh, it was three. Okay. Three before 30. Oh, okay. That was my, my bad. I got to get that hearing aid fixed. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, Super Bowl memories. I guess my. I remember watching the first one. Uh, you know, wow. Green Bay and the Chiefs. Uh, I was, I Which guess, network did you watch? Well, CBS or, or NBC? I don't know. Yeah, it was on both. I, I do remember <laughs> that. It was on both. So I can't remember. I guess I was a woman at the time. But, but the one that I really have the memory from uh, was the uh, Jets and the Colts. Because I grew up a Colts fan uh, with Johnny Hughes. I mean, he was my idol. And uh, I even had a flat top, okay? And, uh, uh, I, I just I hated Joe when they won. I hated it as a kid. I like it. So anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, on uh, Patrick Mahomes' father, you know, he could have wound up like Henry Ruggles. Isn't that his name? Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Ruggs, Ruggs, Ruggs Henry Ruggs. Ruggs Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the receiver for the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, he's in yep. jail for the next thirty years or whatever. That's right. You know, yep. Yeah. So, um, wise up. Don't, don't, uh, you know, I haven't driven drunk in over 30 years. Yeah. So, and I That's remember the step, last man. time I did, and I barely made it home, but I did, and I learned. So. I was going to say, Dave, any other uh, NC State Super Bowl stars other than what? Torrey Holt, any other notable NC State players played in the big game? Uh, Chuck, <laughs> For- Chuck, Chuck Foreman. Ah, Chuck uh, Foreman. Yeah, how's that one for pulling one there, huh? I didn't realize he. I didn't realize he went to NC State. You, you got it. Yeah, he did. No, no. Oh, you may be right. Maybe I'm Chuck Foreman. Maybe, Miami. Oh, Chuck Foreman, Miami. I could be wrong. Look it up real quick. Chuck Foreman went to Miami. I'm pretty sure. Was it, are you sure? I think so. Yeah, I could be wrong. Now that you said Miami, I think I could. And I'll admit if I'm wrong. Roman Gabriel. Chuck Sonic. He went to to Miami. We just looked it up. He went to Miami. Okay. I was wrong. For some reason, I've always saw that. I don't don't know why. uh, I may may be getting like our uh, CEO in uh, Washington. I wonder if he's going to watch the World Series tomorrow. You get it? I got it. I got it. (laughs) Okay. I got it. All right, man. Have a good day. Appreciate the call, David. 641-1010. Okay. So... All right, I want to know, Casey, because you're younger than, than Chuck Holler and myself. What was the first Super Bowl you remember watching? So the first one I can, like, really remember watching is it, it's kind of a funny situation. We had a youth pastor named Sterling Lynn. Rest in peace, Sterling. He, uh, he got approval from the church to actually show the Super Bowl. I believe it was... The ones where the Ravens played the Giants, and it was like a beat down. I want to say. 2001. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, like, NSYNC and Britney Spears, they were involved in the festivities. Now, now, now you made made Chuck Kelly really smile because his favorite, he he loves Britney Spears. I loved it back in the day. He loves that crazy. See, he loves that crazy. He he loved Jiffy Feet. He loves Jiffy Feet. Chuck, Chuck, something something I know a little bit. Let Let this young man educate you a little bit, okay? Yeah. If they crazy now, the crazy was just dormant, okay? 
in the <laughs> earlier years. They've been always crazy. They always been I th- crazy. I, I thought you were going to say crazy in the head. You know the rest of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, 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 there's, that's true, by the way. That is true. That is true. So, anyway, I'm getting distracted. <laughs> that's true. And people that are listening can fill in that blank. I promise you that, is, that, that statement is, is 100% accurate. Um, you give a money-back guarantee on that? <laughs> I, 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 I read something on, was on Facebook yesterday. It said, what would your current self say to 18-year-old you? Three, in three words. In three words, what would you tell yourself at 18? Well, that's, I can't <laughs> ignore it. Nail it in three words. So, well, I mean, some people are already, like buy Amazon stock. You know, oh yeah, something like that. Buy Apple stock. Buy Apple stock. Start, buy real estate. You ready? You ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. Start living now. Yeah. I, I, that's a good one. Well, I, if you would, if you said buy Amazon stock, you could have, you could have done the start living now. I wouldn't have known what to like, do though. Like they didn't have apps back then yeah. when I was eighteen to like just buy a stock i mean how did you uh, even buy uh, stock before the internet yeah can anybody help me you had to know a guy well, you had to know a guy okay well, a stock broker. uh the, the only thing that stock something in bradford county was a stock boy at walmart or winn dixie okay holler at your boy <laughs> hey another one would you know was like <laughs> run from her <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't marry him <laughs> don't marry him yeah uh, I don't know. I kind of like mine. I don't know. Kind of like mine. Hey, um, uh, Ron, real quick, because you asked me to look this up, and I put it together a little bit of work. And we're talking about Super Bowl. You want to hear some prop bets? Yes. Okay. So I got a few for you. Okay. All right. What uh, a fat guy touchdown? Do you know what that one's about? Fat guy touchdown? Yeah, fat guy touchdown. Uh, I guess. I guess that means you think there'll be an offensive lineman. There were there defensive linemen that's made eligible. Yeah. That's, that's probably that's probably a good payout. Yeah. Payout if that happens. Yeah. But it, um, what is it? It would probably be more if uh, Detroit was there in the Super Bowl. I that's think. true. I think that's true. All right. Do you guys know what an octopus touchdown is? Oh, I've heard this one in the past. Eight? I forgot. I've not. What's well, that? Heard... Eight legs. So what's the? Gosh, man. Well, well I, I right, don't so remember, but I've heard touchdown, of this one in the eight, past. What are we thinking? All right, I'll tell you. A player that scores both a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Ah, okay. Ah, yeah. Okay, okay I got it. All right, and That's then we get, we got to bring this full circle. Gosh, it makes me nauseated to say it. How many times the during the play call on the field will the name or word Swift be said? What's the over-under of that one? I, I don't know. Or, I didn't, or you're I, asking I, me. I, I, it was one of the prop bets. I didn't, I'm gonna, I didn't I'm write gonna, down the numbers. Yeah, I'm going to say it's like two and a half. And then uh, will Kelsey propose? That's another prop bet. I told you. Well, I say bet. no. And I then, no. Uh, guys, okay, so let me let me ask you this, all right? So because if he does, he's in trouble because she's my next ex-wife. He's, she <laughs> doesn't know it yet. All right, so there, there's two that I've always I've had a problem with. Number one is the national anthem. And number two is the color of the Gatorade. Okay, if I'm that equipment manager and putting together that color Gatorade, right after I put that color together, I'm not leaving that thing out of my sight. I'm whipping my phone out. I'm placing a bet 
You're and damn I'm, right. And and hello. And then has anybody ever been to the stadium and heard before the game even starts that they are practicing the national anthem numerous times before the game even kicks off? You can time that so, like really quick. Like okay, well, it was a minute and twenty seconds. Boom. Right. Here I'm gonna play my price exact. bet. Well, it's pretty it's pretty close. And don't you get like that buffer of like cause I don't bet. Don't you get a buffer of like a couple of seconds? No buffer. No buffer. Yeah, it's gotta be right on? Yes, bet. Yeah, oh. no buffer. buffer. So Don't what's the stop a... like uh who's singing the national anthem this year? Who's doing it? Because I know Reba? Post Malone. Hey, it's Reba. Reba, Reba McIntyre. What's to yeah. stop Reba and her people from, like, placing a bet and Reba saying, all right, I'm going to hold this last note. Bray, boom, and cashing checks. What's to stop Wait, that? Well, you know, there's even, a prop, there's even a prop. Because Reba's little... just all about integrity, right? I mean, right? Am I, are, there, right? There's even yeah. a prop bet. Will Reba forget a word in the national anthem? I know There's my wife somewhere probably just almost hit the old lady driving next to her. Like, no, he did not just talk bad about Reba. Uh, you did. You're in trouble when you get home. I She's know. about it. You're in trouble. Know. You know, talk about, talk about prop bets. The only thing you can't bet on at big-time casinos is the number of penalty flags. The NFL has put the clamp on that saying you cannot, you cannot put that out there as a wager because they don't want to – well, you know, the over-under was 10, and it was 11, so the NFL is trying to fix the game. So, you can't bet They're that. They're so smart. They're so, so smart. Ch- so, Chuck, what's the first Super Bowl you remember watching? Uh, 1978, which is kind of funny because I was older then, but I don't remember the early – it was Denver, Dallas. That's my first one. Really? That's my first one. we talked one. about that before. Yeah. It's funny. I don't remember earlier Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't either. In fact, uh, me and my what, dad. What was the score like? Uh, 27-10. Huh? 27-10 was the Craig final. Craig Morton started quarterback yeah. for the Broncos. And he was a Thornton Dallas Cowboys Orange quarterback. Crush. Orange Crush. Um, Red Miller was a Denver coach. Mm-hmm. What I remember, so me and my dad made a $20 bet. He was a big Denver fan, and I was a Cowboys fan. And we made a $20 bet. And then uh, instead of paying me $20, I talked him into taking me to Midnight Madness at the fair the upcoming year. Yep, yep. And uh, I remember there was a picture of me, and there was a a little 8 by 10 It was in my house forever, and and, uh, it's been lost. It's one of the the things that I wish I really had back then. Dad passed away. You don't have no idea where it is. It's 8 by 10 of me and my dad at Midnight Madness. So what – so usually when you lose a bet – there's something you didn't want to do, but you had to do because you lost. Like most cases, give up money. So in this case, your dad, he lost by – he had to stay up all night. Yeah. By taking you to Midnight Madness, yeah. right? That was the lost part mm-hmm. for him. Oh, my God. I can't take you during the day. I got to take you in the middle of the night. Yep. Okay. All right. But it, was, it, was, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. Um, yeah. I remember one time. Now it was Midnight Magic. Now it's, called, now it's called Midnight Magic. That's right. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, they change everything. Just, just when you think it's, I mean, what's wrong? With, what's wrong with Midnight Madness, Chuck? There's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with Washington Bullets? I know, I know. So as we break here, one more quick little story. I remember, like, uh, as a kid, I would never, I, I wouldn't eat tuna fish, I mean, and, I, and I still don't eat mayonnaise. I won't, I won't, I won't eat mayonnaise. I won't do it. Uh, my dad one time, I, and I loved Mr. Pibb. Loved it. Loved Mr. Pibb. I taught my dad, and we went to the store, and he got me a six-pack of the 10-ounce bottles of Mr. Pibbs. But the deal was I had to eat 
a tuna fish sandwich for lunch. I sat there. I never ate it. I sat there, and it was a stare down. My dad made me sit at the table for six hours for each bottle of Mr. Pibb that he bought me. I had to sit at the dining room table, didn't play, didn't do anything, had to sit for six hours. Or you just eat the sandwich? Was because I, it, was, it was disgusting. It smelled bad. It looked bad. There's no way I was going to do it. No way no. I was going to do it. All right, we're going to break here. <laughs> we'll break. We'll come back on this day in sports. <laughs> Talk a little Gator Auburn basketball today at 3.30. A huge game for the Florida Gator basketball team. A huge game. That more from the old house in Tinseltown on 1010XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. I guess this means we're picking games or we're picking a game. Picking a game. Picking a game. Man. So, uh, Go ahead. Before he picked the game, Ron, you didn't hear. You just got back on the uh, on the mic. But they had a commercial of Vison with uh, Brent Musburger. I heard him on a podcast the other day, and they were talking about You're how, live. how Jimmy the Greek got hired. Yeah. Now remember, and I remember this back in the day, but they couldn't say point spreads. Remember, Jimmy the Greek had this whole like list of stuff. Yes. Offense, defense, like intangibles, discipline. So basically, it's supposed to be whoever got the most check marks. That's so. If the line was three and a half, and let's say the Cowboys got the most check marks, okay, that meant take the Cowboys. I didn't know that. They could not say. Wow. I, I you could say. You, you a, could never mention the points. As it. a kid, how hot was it? Did you think the chick was on the set? Phyllis George. Oh yeah. And who was the one after her? Jane Kennedy. Jane Kennedy. Yeah. Shout out to Phyllis George. Woo, Jane Kennedy. Wasn't she like Miss America or? Phyllis George was. Wasn't she? Phyllis, one of them was Jane. Miss America. I think Phyllis George might have been. Uh, Casey, Man. what do you think about it? Could have been both of them. One, one or both or all of the above. Man. So yeah, but uh, but yeah, Brent talked about that. You know, hiring Jimmy the Greek and said, uh, you know, uh, commissioner, not Paul Tagley, boo, but it was before Tag. Oh, Pete Rozelle. Pete Rozelle said you cannot, told him you cannot mention point spreads, but here's how you do it. You put this big checklist. When when I think about two things, when I think about Brent Musburger, only two. I mean, he's he's great at what he does. That's a good looking woman right there. (laughs) Who's that? Brent Musburger. Oh, when he sell, when he sell, they said that about uh, the Alabama <laughs> yeah, quarterback. uh, quarterback's mom, AJ McCarron's no, mom. No, girlfriend. No, it was his mom, wasn't it? Was it? girlfriend. Was it a girlfriend? Yes, he said the girlfriend. Because the mom was kind of hot, too. Yeah, but the girlfriend was hot, too. Um, but no, when he said, you're looking live. You know, when they, when they, you CBS are they, oh, it was good. The, when, when the, when the uh, NFL Today show would start, you're looking live at the Texas Stadium in Dallas, Texas. You're, um, you're looking live. And, and then... The other one, not many people, but I don't know how many people remember this, but I was watching the Choke at Doke in 1994. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was yeah, watching I, That's just in front of my mind. As as and it was 31-3 to Florida, and they were going to the fourth quarter, going to a commercial break. And uh, they showed Bobby Bowden the sidelines, and Brent was, you know, Doing, you know, doing play-by-play, right? And he's like, uh, "Gonna take for me, all right?" Yeah, and he says that. He says, you know, he says, uh, "There's a, there's a grizzled old veteran of a head coach, he's a Hall of Fame college coach. Ladies and gentlemen, he'll be back. It just won't be today. He'll come back, but it won't be today." Then, after Rock Preston scored a touchdown to make it, you know, uh, thirty-one. 
you know, uh, 24, or 31-30, but whatever, 31-20, 31-24. And he goes, ladies and gentlemen, that's a comeback I was telling you about. Really? <laughs> no, no. Hey, did, hey, hey, Brent, you said he, he wasn't coming back today. He yeah. wasn't going to come back today. But then this is the comeback you're telling us about. I'll just for some, I just, I'll never forget that. Yeah, that's never forget what I think it. about too. Every time there's a comeback, I say, this is the comeback I've been telling you about. Yeah, this is the comeback I was telling you about. Okay, Brent, good job. All right, the music's playing. Where do we stand, Chuck, on the year? You and, are you not tied? We might be. I was looking because at my Because I went somewhere. 2 0. Again, you know, I went 0 2. Weeks ago, you went 0 2. I think the previous week, it was like. If we're not tied, we're one away. Yeah, I think we're like tied. Could be. We're going to say yeah. this is going to be all, for, all the, for all the marbles. This is for all the marbles. Against the spread, all of the marbles. Uh, and I heard, so I'm going to get my pick now. I'm going to go first jumping in here. Yeah, go ahead. Two times this year, the 49ers have played a top five passing defense, and both times Brock Purdy has been terrible. The Ravens were one. He's played terrible. So I want the 49ers. I hope 49ers. I'm taking the Chiefs. Like I said, they're a machine. So what we're doing here is we're going to be just like kissing your sister because I'm certainly going to the Chiefs as well. I uh, think the line is it even now or is it even? Still one and a half, San one, Francisco. I thought it went down like half point. Still one and a half. Um, but it doesn't matter. I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, and, yeah, me too. Look, the Chiefs are better. Uh, they're, you know, and who would have thought? If we would have talked in Casey so eight weeks ago and we said the defense would be the difference in the Super Bowl if these two teams played one another, you would think it would be – San Francisco's. Their defense has been putrid the last four to six weeks. Kansas City's are on spags. That defense has been lights out. Yeah, uh, they, they've been kind of answering the yeah, bell for sure. They have. You look what they did to Lamar Jackson, the company. A lot of that with with, with Baltimore might have been, you know, one of the worst offensive game plans I've ever seen. The Baltimore Ravens running backs ran six times the entire game. The entire game they had six carries. Todd Munkin should have been fired. I mean, I yeah, I mean it was it was terrible. So But even without all that said, give me number fifteen, man. I mean he's he's the best quarterback of the game. He's probably going to go down as the best quarterback in NFL history. He's got about four Super Bowls to win before we talk about it. I don't that. know that he has to win four Why? more. I don't. I just don't. I Why? mean I don't I just think that he's man he just it's when you watch him play he just he wows you man he does. the dude just wows you and, and he and, wows um, you but he's got to win like four more then we'll start and you know what let me ask you this if, if I were to ask you right now over under over under three and a half for the rest of his career what's he got not counting the first three and a half starting tomorrow yeah the rest of his career yeah Gosh, you got to go under, don't you? I mean, it's it's hard to win, but although he's been doing it, <laughs> hey, what would you do, Casey? Over under three and a half. Three and a half. Tomorrow. Not counting what he's already done. So, so the bet is, you think he's going to win four Super Bowls or less than four going forward? I, yeah. I, I, I mean, gosh, man, I'm 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 with you, Chuck. It's it's hard. It's hard. Look, and it, and it, look, and it is tougher like him, now. He's got them all. Sure. Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> here we go. And, 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 and it is tougher now, though. When you think about when it was Brady, it was really at Brady, and you had you know obviously Manning. You had a little bit of Roethlisberger, but look at all of the really good young quarterbacks just in the AFC right now. What he what he has to go through. 
right? We, we, and then and some that might ascend to be at that elite level. When you look at Josh Allen, you look at Joe Burrow, right? They're all uh, elite quarterbacks. And, and obviously Lamar Jackson, who's now won two MVP awards. You look at uh, – you, you can throw Trevor Lawrence in there, right? You can throw Trevor in there as, as, as a, an upper echelon quarterback. And, of course, uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, and, and maybe C.J. Stroud, who won AF, you know, NFL Rookie of the Year. you got a bunch of really good young quarterbacks that uh, he's got to get through. You know, and, and uh, this is the year that you thought, yeah, this isn't going to be it. Oh, he's got to go on the road. He's got to go on the road. Has to go on the road. Well, yeah. he did it. He dang sure did it. So what says you, Casey Dobson? Who do you have for tomorrow? Man, I'm going to ride it till we die. 49ers all the way, baby. I think. I don't know. Right. Man, I, I, I got to. I got a belief. I got a belief. Okay, the world's gonna start shifting, and right. uh, we're 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 just it's, gonna shut her down. And Kelsey's gonna propose to Taylor. They're gonna buy a ranch <laughs> and make little Swifty babies, and we're never gonna hear from them again. That's my dream. That's the world I live in. That's, that's the world if you live in. If you're the Chicago Bears, don't you cry? Isn't it the same? But. The trap holes in it. Isn't that the same draft Trubisky? that the Bears moved up, take Trubisky? Yeah, that was it. Doesn't this two. prove But doesn't this prove that nobody knows how these guys are going to play? Who knows? I mean. But, but as I've said, Kansas City moved up to number 10 to take Mahomes. So they knew something. Okay, they so knew something. what did the Chiefs know that the Bears didn't know? Did Mahomes going to be really good? And for that matter, I don't care who you are. Anybody drafted, if you knew what Mahomes was going to be, I don't care who you had at that time, you were taking him. I mean, right? I, here we are. Is there any team that would have passed on Mahomes knowing what they know now? Oh, no. 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 I don't care who All right, so was, games are picked. Is. So now let's revisit our poll question, the three of us. We, we haven't addressed these ourselves. Casey, do you think that uh, come Monday we're going to sit at the water cooler and complain and bemoan the referees and we think they played a major role and had a huge impact on tomorrow's game? 100%. 100%. There's going to be a look over. He's going to have his mouthpiece coming out. He's going to be yelling. He's going to look over with that awkward helmet of his and throw up his arms and be like, Mr. Ref. Did you see that? And about 35 to a minute later, a flag's going to come out onto the field, and that's going to be the difference maker. They got extra opportunity to drive down the field and win the game. Chuck? Well, the problem is, is that's all everybody does now. Is so, yes, because all everyone does is complain about the officials. I don't care if they call a great game, they complain. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because I think Kansas City puts it on them and it well, doesn't yeah, really matter. Well, I, I, well that, that's, I don't – not necessarily – maybe they blow them out or not, but I, I think Kansas City will view them after tomorrow's game as clearly the better of the two football teams and we won't really look at the officials. And before, before we get to the other poll question, you'll love this. You know, my friend Bill from South Florida, he's got a friend – Remember the 87 Florida-Miami game, 31 to 31 four. four. Yeah, he's right. got a friend of his that told a tell if this would happen, this only few things would happen. Florida would have won that game. <laughs> well, you, you know, I'm, I'm one of the ultimate Gator homers, but I'm so, I, I call whatever on that. Yeah, yeah come sorry. on, man, really. Florida could have won that game. You know, a couple Gosh. calls could have gone the other way. Florida uh, would have won. As our as our the late great departed Greg Larson would say, "Hot tomato soup." Like, oof, oof is right. 
So, yeah, that, that, that's just silly. And I'm going to jump the gun on the other question. Yes, if you're the Bears, you take Caleb Williams to get as far away from Justin Fields as you can. Casey Dobson. Negative Ghost Rider. Stick with Mr. Justin Fields. You got, he's, okay. got he's, he's, he's getting better. He's getting better. You love average quarterback this play? Is, okay, stick with it. Well, Justin well, Fields. We're going to stick with Trevor, too, baby. Because he's Justin average Fields, this day is long right now. Justin Fields had a lot better second half of the 2023 season than, than the first half. They, uh, you know, D.G. Moore was healthy, Cole Commit was, and he, he played a lot better. Um, now, when you watch some of his stuff, you see that he, they see that he processes a bit slowly, uh, which, which he misses some open guys here or there. There hasn't been a lot of stability um, in Chicago or around him. Uh, from from a coaching staff standpoint, to players, to to, to whatever, um, but uh, the problem is, is see, I'm not I'm not sure that he is the guy, but I'm not sure he's not the guy. The issue is, if you keep him, you could have to pay him forty five, fifty million dollars a year, and I don't know that I'm doing that quite yet. If you take Caleb Williams, again, you don't know that he's that guy either. You don't know. I mean, you hear like uh, uh, Spielman, uh, the former Minnesota GM, said that he thinks he's, he's, El- he's going to be better than Elway and Manning were. I mean, that's, that's lofty praise here. I'm not going to kind of go. I'm not going there. Um, but, man, if you take Caleb Williams, you can reset the salary cap for, for that position, and you can have a lot of money to also add pieces. So I would probably lean in that direction. But, man, imagine the haul you could get. Say you were, if you're Chicago, and you trade that number one overall pick just to Washington. They move out one spot. You get a bunch for that. Then you're at number two. Somebody wants Drake, Mayor Jaden Daniels. Now, all of a sudden, you can trade again and move back. And, man, you you can run the next two or three drafts. You could run them. So, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting decision to make. But then also, too, is is if your team is going to trade for Justin Fields, what are you going to give up for him? A one? Because now you've got to give him a huge contract as well. Another rumor was a trade Justin Fields to the Falcons for a second-round pick and, and uh, Kyle Pitts. would be interesting. All right, I hear the music. Toby Keith is getting, is getting, getting us out of here. So, uh, hey, everyone enjoy your Super Bowl parties tomorrow or the time at home with your family just watching the Super Bowl. Uh, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. It's the last game. It's a sobering thought, the last football game for a while, unless you are a USFL fan. All right. So, for Chuck Elliott, who's already departed on the phone out and who knows where, for Casey Dobson, for the fine folks here at Peace. the Yellow House in Tinseltown, I'm Ron Compton. See ya.